This is where great ideas about the financial world come together. Welcome to the Financial Forum Podcast with the president of Fortune Financial Group, Chris Galise. So, Chris, let's talk a little bit about uh, red flags. And since, okay. you know, football's not here and those are yellow flags, but we'll go red flags. <laughs> um, and really, let's I don't want to say a bad advisor, but let's just say maybe the wrong fit. So how the do we know? Fit. That's, yeah. that's a great way to put it. You know, unless there's someone is a, is a Bernie Madoff, which is just, right. you know, an extreme example. And I always say that 99.9% of the financial professionals out there are honest, hardworking individuals that uh, really do want to, you know, make a positive difference in your financial life. Right. right. But everybody's personality sometimes is different, uh, so you do want to find the one that you know is, a, is the right fit for you. Yeah. So I got a couple of flags uh, to think about. Just a couple things to ponder if you are looking at working with an advisor or changing advisors or something like something like that. So, flag number one, uh, maybe a, a long resume. Now, at first, that might sound like well, they've got a lot of experience, but again, I maybe read between the lines on that experience and just see has it been stable experience or maybe not kind of thing right and that that's a that's a good point you do want someone that has stability in their personal and financial life because that's generally a sign that they could bring you stability as well in your financial life so if you ask someone what their uh what their history is in the industry and they start rattling off that they worked for you know this company for two years and then they worked another company for two years and this company for three years this company for six months this company for two and a half years you know well then you have to wonder why have they you know bounced all over the place you know you want someone i would think that has a long track record of you know kind of staying push you know so i always talk about my work history when i when i talk when i sit down with someone you know i started with this industry or in this industry back in 1992 with prudential uh that's where a lot of young people and new people in the industry start out one of the one of the bigger firms be it a prudential a morgan stanley a merrill lynch these companies have good training programs uh, for someone starting out so i worked there for five years then i was hired by uh, a local bank here in the area because they were looking to start up their investment department so i was hired by that bank in in 1997 and then in the year 2000 i made the decision to leave the bank and, and to start my own firm fortune financial and since 2000 i've been you know practicing as a as a independent business owner so yeah. you know i think that my you know, record shows that there is a lot of stability there. That's kind of what you want when you are looking at your financial advisor. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's talk about the, uh, those kind of, I don't know, maybe big box places, if you will, they typically employ the one size fits all approach. Uh, mm -hmm. do, they, do they not? Uh, they, they do. Yeah. A lot of times, you know, if you look at these major firms, you look at the different clients that are with them and by and large, Mark, the, the each client will have a very, very similar portfolio. And that always you know, has me wondering how that can be because no two people are exactly alike with their financial goals and especially with their comfort level with risk. And if no two people are alike, how is it possible that everybody has the exact same portfolio? 
Uh, now, our approach here at Fortune Financial is that when someone comes in and we are deciding to allocate some money into the into the stock market, we will actually walk them through a, a questionnaire that will give us a risk number. And that risk number will be anywhere from 1 to 99. And depending on what that risk number is, I'm going to build a portfolio that aligns with that risk number. So let's say you come in and your risk number is 23, which indicates you're a pretty conservative investor. Well, your portfolio is going to look a lot different than someone else's whose risk number is a 73, which indicates they're a very aggressive investor. Right. Gotcha. So those those two portfolios will look a lot different. So I don't believe in any cookie cutter, one size fits all approach. I believe in customization for everybody individually. Yeah, the old saying, right? If you only have a hammer, everything looks like a nail. You know, right. yeah, to, that's a great one. Yep. To make it work, right? Well, okay, so kind of in that same vein then, if we're talking about some potential red flags, uh, we covered one and two there. Here's three, uh, red flag, possibly three. That always in sales mode, does that kind of go with that one size fits all big box approach? Or is that really more like, a broker versus a true advisor. Right. I think that's more of a broker who gets paid uh, every time there's a transaction. And if the only time you're hearing from your advisor is because they uh, have a new idea that they want to run by you and potentially want to sell you something, that certainly is a red flag. Uh, I've said it before, my approach here with my company is that I have regularly scheduled reviews with my clients that we sit down on a regular basis. Most often it's once a year to review how the financial plan is performing. And most of the time, there are no changes that are going to be made at that review. It's just a, uh, a matter of looking at what has changed in the past year. Does anything need updating as far as beneficiary information or, or tax withholdings or anything like that? Uh, but for the most part, we keep things as it is. We're not trying to you know, always make changes, always trying to, to sell something new, because very often, hopefully, the plan that was put in place uh, years ago might just meet, need some fine tuning. It's not going to need a, a complete overhaul. Yeah. And, I, and again, I think for a lot of people, you're trying to decide what type of person do you need to help you with your finances. Uh, and for a lot of our listeners, obviously, for pre-retirees and retirees, you really want that fiduciary, that financial advisor to help you uh, with all the facets because there's so many pieces and moving parts to this whole process. Uh, you're listening to The Financial Forum with Chris Galise, 800-993-1526. All right, Chris, uh, flag number four here. Uh, another good saying, right, is uh, we, we were given two ears and one mouth so we could listen more and talk less. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so, listen twice as much as we talk. Right. right. So um, maybe a flag for an advisor not being the right fit is one that doesn't uh, doesn't listen to you as much. Right. And it, it, the first time that I sit down with someone, I usually allocate an hour on my calendar, on my schedule when I sit down with someone for the first time. And we don't always go that full hour. Sometimes it might only take 40 or 45 minutes. But in that first meeting, I probably talk only 20% of the time, and the person that I'm meeting with is talking 80% of the time because I want to find out as much information as I can about their situation, what their goals are, what their concerns are, um, what they're trying to accomplish. So I'll ask questions and then let that person elaborate as much as they can because the more information I have, the more 
talking that they're doing and the more note taking that I'm doing, uh, the better prepared I am to put together that plan for them. Yeah. And, and I think communication, if you're going to talk with that, that's clearly the sign number five here, our last one. Uh, so in the beginning there, right, if you're if they're not doing enough information gathering, that's not a good sign. And then if that maybe even translates or transitions to just no communication or, or incredibly little as the relationship develops. So like now you're into it. Now you've got a plan or whatever the case is, but you're just not getting the feedback that you need to feel as though they're, they're kind of on top of it. This is a huge red flag. Then if the relationship was started and then once the, the investments were made, once the plan was put in place that you don't hear from that person anymore, that that's in my opinion, Mark, that's a serious concern because what that, means to me how i interpret it is that that advisor has just moved on to the next person and then you know they get the next person and they get their money invested and they move on to the next person and without forming any relationships and that's not a way to grow a practice and to it's not a way to add value to the to the lives of the clients that you're trying to touch so i tell folks all the time that, you know, uh, once we make the decision that we're going to work together, once we make that investment plan, it's just the beginning. uh, And we are going to sit down regularly throughout the year. You're going to get communication from my office throughout the year. You're going to be invited to educational events throughout the year. You know, so it's a it's an ongoing communication process because your financial plan should always be evolving and reflecting what kind of changes are are happening in your life. You've been listening to the Financial Forum podcast. Again, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to Chris Scalise, 800-993-1526. That's 800-993-1526. You can also get in touch online by going to fortune-financial.org. That's fortune-financial.org. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Just search for the Financial Forum podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC, AEWM. AEWM and Fortune Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Fortune Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Fortune Financial Group is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency.